Hello and welcome to another week of Music Review Roulette, where each week we take a listen to three artists or bands right on the spot and we tell you what we think. So let's start it off with our first song of the day. Power by the Madison group uh, called Labrador. And uh, this is a standard four piece group that, um, you know, standard instruments, guitar, drums, um, you know, the, the normal. But I think what really caught my ear was Elizabeth's vocals um, and the way that she uh, uses her lyrics to tell the story um, and the melody line that. Um, it's not. It's not typical. You think so? I I I guess I heard the melody line as being somewhat, you know, standard. I guess, um, 
just with the lyrics, of course, making maybe the difference here, I guess. I just I think I heard a lot of embellishments and movement, okay. which I liked. Okay, yeah, I guess to me it seemed like, you know, maybe a, a standard, you know, A, B, A, B uh, bridge. I'm talking about structure. Oh, okay. I'm talking, talking about the more melody? about the melody line, okay. yes, and how she used those lyrics within her her melody line to accentuate different parts of her story. Okay, I see where you're going there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I like the. I mean, the song's sort of about this relationship she had when she was 18 with a a 26 year old, which I can really relate to because I'm married to a much older woman <laughs> than me. Um. So nine months, people. Nine months. As Maybe I said, ten. As I said. Yeah. She's my old yeah. lady. Yeah. Um. So going through this relationship and seeing uh in retrospect you know years later when she's probably about the same age as her ex-boyfriend just knowing that at that point in your life you are really you're starting to become you know grown up with responsibilities and a real job and and you need to make money and be you know self-sufficient and how can you really do that if you're I guess dating a a teenager, I guess, at at the same time. So right. she's she's looking back on that, and it was like the end of her world when this was happening. But just kind of understanding where his viewpoint maybe was at that time. Yeah, but well, you know, when you're 19, you're still figuring out who you are and what's important to you. And sometimes it takes being in the totally worst relationship to figure those things out you know she said that he thought he was great because he was in a band and he could talk about David Lynch films and Mm -hmm. um, you know he had a job and was older and so all those things sounded exciting but when you got down to it they were both not in the same place at the same time he had completely different viewpoints and was in a different place in his life looking to you know move on to the next chapter in a job that was really boring and um, you know, she's still figuring out who she is. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like, well, she was saying there's a lot of inequality in their relationship. Um, I think she was grasping on to something much larger, and he was sort of maybe clinging on to his past or trying to maybe live uh, like he was vicariously through her um, mm-hmm. being younger and maybe trying not to go into adulthood so much you know and holding on to the past in a way right well she you know she said they would have these phone conversations and she'd be really excited at the beginning of the conversation and by the end she could find herself you know uh, trying to pick fights and you know um, make him mad and um, I guess you know being able to recognize that and be like, hmm, maybe this is not so good anymore. Um, but she said there was a lot of inspiration that came from um, Joan Baez, who wrote a song about how um, even after Bob Dylan, you know, broke up with her, he would still call her from the road. And it was truly just to kind of get a reaction out of her and pick on her and make her feel bad. Really? You know, as we do in, yeah. What a douche right totally Dylan douche (laughs) so I think those are things that you learn like I said over time where you know you you learn what you don't want and then you hope to strive for um, 
what you do want. And I think this song and writing about it was a, a therapeutic process for her. Yeah, I love the last song or the last line of the song. Are you still there? Yeah, me neither. Yeah. It's like just like, oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm not here any either, you know. I I've gotten over it myself. It just took us Right, but I got the last word. Yeah, it took us different <laughs> amounts of time or you know, we dealt with it in different ways, but uh you were gone a while ago and now I am too, so it's over. Yeah. Yeah. We just completely had a philosophical conversation about this whole song and its meaning. Um, sure. But I think it's something that everybody can relate to because we've all had relationships that have been totally wrong and um, we know it, but mm-hmm. you don't always move on from it. So it, it's great that she's writing about things that other people can relate to her listeners and things like that. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, does she have... I know this is part of the band, the, the Labradors, and we've yeah. just been talking about Hannah, the uh, the songwriter, but she's part of a, a bigger band called Labrador, and they're out of Madison, Wisconsin, and um, do these guys have some up-and-coming shows? They do. May 31st, they have a show with Sad Baxter um, and Myra uh, at Mickey's Tavern in Madison, and then June 9th, they have a show at the High Noon Saloon with North by North, which is oh, a great yeah. band. Great band. Um, and the Hasbins, Hasbians, that's a great band name. Um, so make sure you check these guys out. Uh, what a great uh, local Madison group. Um, you know, we review a lot of Milwaukee groups and, and regional ones, but um, nice to hear some some songs and some bands coming out of Madison, too. It is. Thanks so much, Labrador. And with that, let's move on to our second song of the day.
2010 by the Milwaukee group the Keystones and actually that was a little sneak peek that you guys got to hear because this song does not come out until May 31st Um, so we're proud to bring it to you here on Music Review Roulette Um, and first of all I just have to say this is a great kind of alt-rock band um, very radio friendly kind of songs Um, and I love the way that this song was produced Uh, they actually recorded with um, Derek Moffat at 608 Studios, and Derek is with uh, the group Dreamhouse. You've heard us um, review them. Uh, very similar sound, very you know heavy guitars, um, very upbeat tempo. Um, I think they really get a good drum sound in there. Yeah, um, they've got a garage rock appeal to them, but Absolutely. this sounds a lot cleaner. Very almost. polished. Yeah, there's a lot of um, surf sort of song, um, you know, that sort of, not Beach Boys, but you, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I do. I hear it. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. there's a lot of different influences in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And uh, I mean, how perfect for that sound and like summer season starting. And, yes. Uh, these guys, uh, I think, are going to be pretty busy this summer, it looks like so far but um yeah uh going back to the song um it's it's sort of about it's a nostalgia song uh it's entitled 2010 and i think well i know eddie i've worked with he's an amazing uh videographer and he's done a bunch of videos for our bands um both he and i and i think he's like 22 or 23 so Going back to 2010, that's nine years ago, you know, so these guys are probably in their early teenage years then, Um, and it's sort of about wanting to hold on to the past um, and uh, not wanting to grow up and do the adulting, as kids say. I think they're still saying that, right? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah, who's the older one? Uh Uh-huh. Right, right. You're only as old as you feel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, and, and that sort of goes along with what I was saying is, um, in your head, you kind of feel that you're a certain age, and in your your mind, you know, stays that way. But your body continues to grow and and get older. But um, in these guys' case, they're they're still very young. But I think there's that uh, break from childhood when you leave you know, your parents home and go off to college and find a job and whatnot. And you just, you always feel like that home was, was a place that is always going to be there. And as you go away, you find out, um, it is still there. It's just in a different way than you remember because, um, everything changes, everything evolves and, 
Um, nothing stays the same basically, but you do have those thoughts and those memories that bring you back to those places and those will never leave your mind. Right. What I like about this too, is they say, yes, you know, it's the innocence of being a child where you look at things with, um, you know, fresh eyes and things inspire you and you still, uh, you know, you're learning and you're adapting and you're changing. And they're saying they still take that mindset now in life. And so um, still has somewhat of an innocence, but, you know, in your, your late teens, early 20s, you're still adapting and growing and learning and, um, you know, having that, um, I guess, mindset of uh, that fresh approach or things that are inspiring you, it can be very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know about you, but when I go back to my hometown, I always feel like, you know, that part of my childhood is, is back. Oh, you again. feel like you're 10 again. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So Steve has two sisters and I remember when we first started dating and we would go back and, and visit his family, which is a huge family and everybody has a great time. I'd always be like, man, you become a different person. He would sit with his sister and just giggle. And it was like they were, you know, you know, nine and 10 again. And, um, you know, it is funny kind of how our mind does that. And we want to go back to that, that stage again in life. And you never knew me during that time because we met later in college. So by that time I was more of a serious person and not joking around so much. Right. Not so innocent and right. Yeah, it's nice to have to be able to relive that. Absolutely. And sing about it in a song as well. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Um, So, yeah, thanks again for sharing with us. Yeah, I really love the new song, guys. Yeah. And uh, we have a really cool special performance we want to promote that I just happen to be a part of. Um, So Eddie, as I was saying, does incredible work with his videos and he actually did three videos for a band that I'm in called Rocket Cat and we are going to be releasing these videos um, on a movie screen along with a live performance of uh, both Rocket Cat and the Keystones, uh, Eddie's band who we just played. Um, So they are opening and we're going to play and then you'll also be able to watch all three of our videos that Eddie did and they're just incredible and I can't wait for everybody to see them. Um, We're going to release them eventually on social media and YouTube throughout the next, I don't know, five or six months, but you'll see one at a time. Now, this particular event, you're going to get to see everything right away and then also have us sort of tell the stories behind what we were thinking when we made them and maybe even Eddie could chime in and tell a little bit about his you know, eye for detail and what his thoughts are on creating them. Um, and this is going to be a really special event. It's at, uh, no studios, which is in Milwaukee. Um, there's only what, like 30 or 40 seats available. So limited seating, but, uh, we're going to have, you know, as much fun as we possibly can with those 30, 40 people. And uh, tickets very are... very intimate. Very intimate. And tickets are only 10 bucks. So that's June 1st. Make sure you come see um, the Keystones and Rocket Cat and um, Eddie's videos from Enterprise Films um, at No Studios. It's going to be a great event. Right. And No Studios is on West McKinley Avenue 
And that's right here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, these guys also have some other upcoming gigs. Make sure you check them out uh, a little bit later in June at Glacier Valley Music Fest if you're heading that direction. And, of course, Summerfest, July 5th, they're playing the Rebel Stage, um, which that's always a fun stage to be at. It is. It's yeah. really fun. So congrats, guys, on all your upcoming um, endeavors. And uh, with that, let's move on to our third and final song of the day.
that was Mobile Stationary by a band called Pudge. I think they're out of Appleton, Wisconsin. Yeah, right? they are. And this song is was recorded at uh, Pachyderm Studios in Cannon Falls, uh, Michigan. It's exactly 25 years from the date Nirvana was there recording in utero, which is crazy. 25 years. Like, I used to play along with that CD in my garage with my my drums and drive my neighbors crazy playing rape me (laughs) on my drums as a what like a 17 18 year old that's crazy yeah well nirvana among other bands really inspired these guys as well and so they thought that date was really a special date um that they wanted to be in that studio and um especially you know on a date so significant from a band that really uh influenced them and so actually they had just put out their album um open cuts open cuts about a month prior to going into the studio so they wrote like four songs in a month and went to the studio and had this amazing experience um there's a great video that we'll put in the comment section that kind of shows that journey that they had at the studio and you see all kinds of clips and um them being there in the weather and it's snowing and um you know it's kind of documenting their time as they're they're you know um I guess, writing from something that really inspired them. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a, a cumulative of um, a great couple of moments and special time for them. Yeah, and uh, there's some video or photos, more of a slideshow of Nirvana there 25 years earlier. And uh, I don't know if it's Kurt's baby, but there was a baby in the the photo and uh then later on you'll see like one of the members in pudge was facetiming their new baby it was sort of this like full circuit full circle moment yeah but um it's really neat that this band that they were inspired by um so much they actually got to go to the the recording studio that one of probably their most influential albums came out 25 years that prior is very cool. they were there making their own album in tribute um, yeah. to them well and you can definitely hear in their style of music that 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 grunge and that you know uh indie rock that um is definitely uh influential and that's that's something that um inspires the guys for sure and we've heard a couple of the other songs too and um this one's a little bit more laid back it's telling you a story um, within the lyrics but some of their other songs are really driving and capture a lot of energy so I can only imagine seeing these guys live uh, what kind of show they could um, really bring and the energy that they can bring yeah you can really hear that Nirvana influence especially um, as you were saying in their their later release I'm not sure earlier release earlier open cuts yeah there's a lot more sort of Cobainisms, I think. Oh, and the vocals? And the vocal. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, you can check it out. These guys have a really cool show coming up. Aren't they opening for Puddle of Mud? They are. How cool is that, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that coming up soon? I, I thought it was, uh, but uh, I'm not really sure. I know. Yes, May 31st, so it's coming May 31st. up soon. May 31st, that's really soon. Yeah, they'll be at the Q&Z Expo Center which is in uh, Wausau. Um, they are opening uh, with a few other bands. Um, yep, 
Was that the alley post? The al- uh, Sorry, we can't read. We're, we must be old or something. <laughs> Thea's just pointing. She's oh my like, God. I can't, I can't say. read. I can't say. <laughs> sorry, guys, we digress. Um, <laughs> the alloy plot and the coffinage. <laughs> she can't I read. can't pronunciate my words either, along with Pudge. And yeah. Puddle of Mud, of course. So that's going to be an amazing experience. Um, you know, a big um, expo center performance. It's going <laughs> to be great. Don't say it like that. Yeah, it sounds awesome. <laughs> okay, I want to play there. there. Okay. Expo center. <laughs> I, I'm making my own commercial. Yeah, right. Yeah, No, that sounds awesome. I it really play on does, that stage. actually. Yeah. I'm very jealous. I hope you guys Th- have a great Those are the show. gigs like you dream about when you start playing music. You're like, oh, I wish I could play in the Expo Center or whatever. See your favorite band there and the hundreds of people. And there you are, Pudge. At least you guys are. <laughs> you know. Um, There's still time, Steve. No, no. I'm. <laughs> I've I've passed my time. But that's all right. I had fun trying. Um, but I'm glad Pudge is doing this. It's awesome. I mean, what a cool you know experience, both that and this recording. And thanks so much for sharing it with us, too. Um, hopefully you guys liked it as well. And uh, thanks again for submitting for all of our bands. Um, if you have some music you'd like us to hear and review, just give us an email at musicreviewroulette at gmail.com and be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify. We're on every streaming service there is. Um, also, thanks to the Shop FM for distributing our show on iHeartRadio and YouTube. Um, and also to Milwaukee. Rock on Milwaukee. Uh, rock on Milwaukee.com, who uh, supports our podcast by playing our show on their website. Um, also, check out Hello Cello MKE on Facebook for all of your uh, personal knitting needs <laughs> as well as uh, music promotion, uh, booking, social media, whatever you need done to get your band to the next level. Uh, check out Thea's business, Hello Cello MKE at facebook.com. Thanks so much and we'll see you next time.